Welcome to Mighty House. This is a radio show for people with problems. Home improvement problems, that is. Send an email now to Robbie at MightyHouse.com or call into the show at 877-711-5611. From foundation leaks to roof repairs, the Mighty House team is on the job. You're, You're listening, listening to Mighty House. Good morning, Chicago. I'm Ron Cowgill. The Mighty House team is on the air. Do you work on your $500 computer? How about your $5,000 or maybe $20,000 car? If you don't, is it because you don't know what you're doing? And if you don't repair your own computer or car, why do you think it's okay to work on the most expensive investment in your life? Are you really going to work on your home all by yourself? Why not give us a call and find out if it's something you should really try? We can also help you put a game plan together so you can tackle that home project correctly. With a little help from us, you can make, your, make sure your most expensive investment does not turn into your most expensive mistake. Give us a call at 877-711-5611. That number again, 877-711-5611. We've got open phones right now, so get your questions in. In the first hour, we, whoa, <laughs> there you go. What happened? The nose has got a tickle. In the first hour, we'll be, take, <laughs> we'll be taking your calls and have uh, the Mighty House Tip of the Week with Rich Calgo. In the second hour, we... Uh, Talking with Michael Reeb from the Elgin Restore. They've we got, love him. We've got something going on. Hopefully, he's going to stop by the studio if he's got time. I hope so. And then, uh, of course, we'll have Clutter Clarity with Robbie Earhart. And in the third hour, it's uh, phone calls and answering your emails for the entire three hours. You can join us on Facebook Live right now, brought to you in part by Mr. Floor and Maggie Rad. That's M-A-G hyphen E-R-A-D. We're broadcasting worldwide and live at MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. Oh. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Podcasts and preview shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on HomeImprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. Video clips of the show are available at MightyHouse.net and on our Mighty House YouTube channel. And you can check it out there. We've got hundreds of videos on uh, how-to stuff. And uh, we're doing seg- uh, a couple different segments on how to build in Florida, how to build in Illinois. So you can uh, check out all those. You can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And, of course, you can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. So we have an issue here. What? Right What's out of the box. What? Since Trixie is sickly, we have we have Randall to answer the phones, but we can't really like just do a a uh, giveaway thing with the Mr. Floor stuff. Why? Because he's got it. He, there's a lot of work involved with getting people's information and you know selecting the winner and doing all that. So we've got to figure out. I think just do we just give everybody that calls in today, a Mr. Floor Cleaner? You want to just do that, Randall? Wait. He'd still have to um, jot down all that. Yeah. Yeah. How are we going to do this, Randall? I suggest we just do it the easiest way. What's that? Whichever caller angers Robbie the most gets the floor cleaner. (laughs) (laughs) Or whichever caller angers you the most would make me happy. Yeah, but that's 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 easy, easy. though. He can just hang up. (laughs) Well, I think, you know, when Andrew was here, Fresh Meat, he was able to do it all. I, ooh, ooh, ouch, I don't know why ouch. Randall can't. 
answer phones and, you know, touch a button every once in a while. Why remember, you I control him? your microphone. <laughs> yeah, but you got to remember she doesn't use it anyway. Uh... <laughs> High five me on that one, brother. Woo! Woo! And you're still out of focus. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. You know, I'm... I think that Randall can do it all. Yeah? Okay. Well, Let, let's, let's see. Let's just say he should be able to be a professional. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, 877-711-5611. And mm-hmm. uh, give us a call. Randall's going to be overwhelmed today. So, let's uh, let's just make sure that the phones are going crazy at the same time. So, um, hey, Rich. Mm. Do you yes, have, sir. Are you ready for this little thing? Because, you know, fresh meat's gone again. Well, uh, I we, don't know if this is true PSA. I mean, no? I think it's pretty good that the kid took the day off to go take his ACT. Yeah. I just thought it was odd that he sent an email yesterday like, it's one day's notice. Like, did he decide yesterday to take his ACT today? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it, usually that's something you sort of plan, plan ahead in advance and freak out. Right. In his defense, he did call me last week in a panic going, oh, for, oh I forgot it. I forgot it. ACT's this week. ACT's this week. I'm like, it's all right, buddy. Uh-huh. Go. He's like, but, but, <laughs> but, 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 no. ACT's. Go. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So he just sent, high. He just sent, he just sent the note out. Send $200,000. You could become a rower. Uh, there you go. <laughs> don't, you don't need hit... no ACT. That's right. What do you need an ACT test? No, just throw some money at a coach. Get on the rowing team. I never even took it, so. You didn't? ACT? No, no I never took it either because I wasn't going to college. Oh. Why take it? <laughs> I took mine at Bremen High School. Yeah. And being that it's a four and a half, five hour exam, whatever the hell it was, they had the Highland games going on outside the windows of the classroom, which was oh, the Scottish, no. you know, yeah, throwing yeah. the telephone pole and all that. Yep. Yeah, good time to concentrate on the ACTs. <laughs> Where were you that they had the Highland games? Bremen High School down in, um, what is that? It's not Oak Forest, not Taylor. I don't remember the town. Huh. But it's down, down there. Over, down in, over by there. In over by there. Illinois? In mm. Illinois, yeah, yeah. They had Highland games? Sure. Yeah. Hmm. I don't picture Illinois as much of a, of a telephone pole thrower. Yeah, as place. a Scottish. And why didn't you yeah, take a bunch the of ACT? guys running around in skirts, kilts, and yeah. throwing telephone poles <laughs> and rocks? Yeah, <laughs> you got have a rock on a string that they swing around and uh-huh. toss. Right, that's the hammer throw, isn't it? Yes. Okay. And then you drink a lot of scotch. scotch. There you go. That that now there's nothing wrong with that. So. Other than trying to be in a classroom next to that, trying to take your ACTs. Right. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. So, do we want to pull this off or not? Do you have? If you don't have it, well, we'll just move no, on. I have it. I just don't think that this one's worthy. Oh. Ooh. Oh. Well, we will be the judge. <laughs> well, I just, you know, I got respect for the kid for going and doing his ACT. I think the yeah. first one was really funny because he was going on vacation. He could have just said. Out of office responder, I'll be gone from this date to this date. Right. If it's an emergency, you're screwed. Right. That's all I ever put. <laughs> yeah, contact so and so, and you're done. But this one, I mean, I just read it, but I don't, it's just funny. It's just it's 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 not as good as the last one. Yeah, it, it's not as good. Yeah, I'm just thinking the the language of it. Okay. You know, well, I think that's what makes it funny. The the producer oh, says absolutely. The all producer right. says we need to do it, Rich, so we can all blame right. him. You ready? Okay, so right. we'll, we'll get this going, and this this was uh this is the formal response from Andrew Freshmeat on why no, he's not working he today. He's not going to be in today. 
Good morning, team. I have enrolled in a final ACT exam at Evanston Township High School from roughly 8.15 to 12 p.m. tomorrow, April 13th, and will therefore be unavailable to produce Mighty House. This is not the outcome following a two-week-long vacation that I prefer and realize that a consistent presence for the audience and you as the on-air talent <laughs> suck up. <laughs> wow. Is key to creating a lasting professional bond. Please inform any concerned listeners. Okay, the phones are going to light up. They're all concerned. <laughs> any concerned listeners, should they ask about me that I care deeply about their vibrant enthusiasm towards home improvement broadcasting and how receptive they are to our interactive content. Thank you for understanding, and I look forward to seeing you all next Saturday. Regards, Andrew. His parents got to be so proud of him. <laughs> <laughs> he is a good kid. He really is. It's just hilarious. So there you go. There's the formal response from uh, Fresh Meat as to That's why That's just saying I'm not going to be in on Saturday. Right. Yes. So um, there we go. So let's talk about, we got two minutes here real quick. Oh. Before we hit our first break. Um, I, I'm surprised we haven't talked about mice yet. So what's going on at your house? Do we need to come over there and you know? I really She's starting need a you. petting zoo. I, I I need you. I how many about... how many have you caught this week? Well, I caught four and overnight. I caught one about ten thirty at night. Yeah, and I got up. I, you know, kissed four a goodbye. Four in one night. Yes, you must have one hell of an infestation. So I caught it and I let it out. Oh. Oh, 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 we we have we have more than two minutes to talk about this because I told Don he's in big trouble on the radio. Why? I forgot. I forgot about this. He's so he's in so much trouble. He's in you so forgot. much trouble. No, that I I told him I'm gonna talk about him on the radio. So we have to have more than sixty seconds to talk about this uh-huh. because I have to go to bed early on Friday nights, right? Sure. You know. So why? Because I have to get up early. And I have what? to try to get here on time. What do you time. do before the radio show? <laughs> okay, so I have my dog. So I have to take care of my dog uh-huh. in the morning, you know, let him out, let him eat, stuff like that, so he doesn't poop in the basement. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm also puppy sitting another huge dog. Oh, I, I'll. You got just too much. Tell Squirrel. you. <laughs> Rich! Well, you're all over the place. We started with mice. We'll be back right after this. Now we're talking about dog poop in your basement. I've had lice. Oh, my goodness. Not just one. Thousands of lice. Really? Now the couch is lice. It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get it Where did that from come the from? Themselves. This is Mighty House. <laughs> We're broadcasting worldwide and live mightyhouse.net tunein.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And you can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877 711 5611. Again, 877 877- Seven one one five six one one, and you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe, and you can learn more at mrfloor.com. Dot com. Dot com. So what? What did you okay. say? 
So anyway, so then I have another big dog, another huge dog uh-huh. spending the night. So I'm sleeping on the couch with the two dogs. I mean, the two dogs aren't on the couch so that I can, you know, keep an eye on them and stuff. And around 1030, I hear the rattle of the mouse cage. I'm screaming. Don's in his room reading. Uh-huh. And I'm like, Don, he's ignoring me. Yeah. Don, he's ignoring me. Uh-huh. So I'm like, all right, the rattle is really loud. I'm like, okay, maybe he hears that. And I get up and I march over there and I go, Don, do you hear me calling? He's like, nope. I'm like, do you hear the mice? Nope. nope. I go, um, there's mice. And he's like, mm-hmm. And he picks up his book and continues to read. Now, one of the Was first- Was the mouse in the trap already? Yeah. Yeah. Picks up. What do you want him to do? It's done. Yeah. I'm like, go get a hammer and fix the mouse? No. Go take care of it. I'm like, I have to get up early. I'm tired. He's like, "Mm, you can do it. (laughs) Just like that. So I will tell you once before when there was a mouse, like one of the first times I'm like, you get it. You go, he goes, not my job. (laughs) Excellent. Not my job. So I'm thinking. Is it possible? Did you tell him that his job is to seal up all the openings in the house so you don't have the mice in the first place? Well, that's Ron's job. But <laughs> is it possible it. that people are afraid of mice? It's Yeah, it could are? be. Well, it's just the hunter virus that they spread that tends to put people off of them. So then, only like an hour later is when I hear them going again. So I just left it all night long, and I uh-huh. hear... Because I just didn't want to get up and deal with it. Uh-huh. But ran into him in the restroom. Yeah. Restroom in our bathroom. Uh-huh. And I said, I'm going to talk about you on the radio. <laughs> and I don't care. I'm so mad. I'm going to talk and about you. he probably you. doesn't either. Yeah, he well, doesn't care. But well, it's so funny. I never say bad things about my husband. He doesn't do bad things. No, you know. But can't. I'm going to talk bad about him now and say, <laughs> not my job. Not my job. Ah! So what? this morning, I didn't even tell him that there were three. Well, he's still sleeping. There, a long time ago, I heard a scream in the kitchen and went what, run, running in there and found my wife standing on the chair. And, and I said, what's wrong? She said, there's a mouse. I said, you know, it can crawl up those legs <laughs> <laughs> if it really wanted to. <laughs> that didn't help, by the way. That doesn't help oh to say that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, so we caught the mouse and eliminated it. So Did you kill it? Snap traps, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. I know, so, right where they come in the house. How do you know? Because I have tracked them down. So how do I track this? Okay, so they're in the drawer. That's where I keep catching them, in uh-huh. my oven drawer. Uh-huh. So how are they getting in? Your mouse in? is in your drawers? How are they? <laughs> you sound like Randall. That was so funny. <laughs> how are they getting in the drawer? I guess it's easy to get in that drawer. Oh, sure. Around the back of the stove, it's wide open. They just jump over it. So where, so let's say I don't have somebody like you who can come over and help me. Uh huh. Where do I start looking? So there's a basement. Sure. And they're, the st- they're against, the stove is against the wall and the wall like goes to like the family. You have to start outside. There you go. And you're going to you have start problems. start outside and you look for all the holes and you put the great stuff rodent foam in all the holes you can find. And what it's usually where your gas like? line goes into the house yeah. or oh. your gas line off your meter is got a pipe going in there and there's no mortar around it anymore. So you got to go there. Okay. I'm thinking like, like, like a whole hole. 
That's what I'm thinking. No. So that's what I've been looking for is a nope. hole. They can get what they is have it? a Size soft of... skeleton, yep. so they can get through a very small opening. Oh, thank you. I'm looking for a hole. No, like they mm-hmm. dug a hole. What is it? A quarter mm-hmm. they can get through? I have to dime, tell you, people, all the years we've been doing this, and I always say, can you explain more? If somebody could have explained that more, uh-huh. I'm looking for a hole. A gap. You're looking for a gap, not a hole. Randall. I mean, I just want to go back for a second. And Did Robbie legitimately just ask, what does a hole look like? Did you literally just say? No. Well, didn't you see the photograph? Everybody made a big deal out of it, the black hole. They finally got a picture yes. of one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what a whole. Only looks thing like. is, what was really sad is that the photo that the press put up everywhere uh-huh. was a very focused part of the actual event horizon. Yeah, which is a terrible picture compared to if you saw the entire image. The entire image is awesome. Yeah, that little image that everybody ran with uh-huh. is stupid. <laughs> it was easier to fit into the. No, I mean, well, that's, I don't know. You got to look at the big image. If you look at the entire image, it's really cool because you can see all the energy and the particles uh, flying out of it. It's it's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, they just, but they're just dumbing it down for people. Yep. All right. So. They call that politics. I'm not looking for a hole. No, you are not looking for a a black hole or any other kind of hole like that. You're looking for a gap around an existing opening, like where your electrical service comes in. The problem with your house is you've got a deck on one side and you can't get under the deck to see what what holes are in there. Oh, all the raccoons live under there, so I'm assuming oh. the mice aren't there. Oh, so the raccoons take care of the mice underneath I'm there. I'm assuming. Got it. So it's possible that under the deck there's holes? Oh, yeah. So how do I fix that? Eh? Take the deck out? <laughs> I don't know. You know, you can try and, or you bust, you start busting holes in the in the basement ceiling trying to find the openings where they're coming through there. So you take the deck out or you take the ceiling out in the basement. So let's pretend that they're coming in where these electrical things are coming in. Uh-huh. And Rich, what did you say? So let's say... Great stuff makes a um, foam that has like rodent killer, not rodent killer, it's rodent repeller. bitterness. It, yeah. Huh? It's like, it's, a, it's like bitters in the, uh, yeah. in, the, in the foam so that they don't like to chew it. So I'm going to have a pipe. What if I have a cable? Same thing. So it doesn't matter if I seal great stuff around there. I'm not... I know this is pest my, block. I'm yeah. not pest. dumb questions. You no. know what I mean? No, it's called yeah. That what Rich just said. It's called pest block by Great Stuff. It, yeah, doesn't, but it doesn't say mice. It shows ants and spiders. Yes. Let me read. Let me read. It's at Home Depot. Ants and spiders and mice. Oh my. Ooh, it says use that plus this plus steel wool. Oh, combo it up. There you go. Put some steel I wool like in steel there. Steel wool. It makes a great fuse. <laughs> yes, it does. But you know, if you if you're worried about the steel wool rusting, you can also use the uh, the uh, copper wool, which won't won't rust or or uh, go away after time. So when it gets wet, so it's a little more expensive. But so can. I put copper wool and then I spray this pest block, which yes. is like a great stuff for yes. pests, and I don't have to worry Actually, about blocking. No, it doesn't say anything. About, oh, there it does. It says blocks ants, roaches, spiders, bees, and mice. There you go. So anyway, yeah, you put the great stuff, get a can of great stuff, go around your house, and every single little hole that you find, spray some in there. Except mm-hmm. the weep holes right atop the foundation and your masonry. Do not fill those with foam. Those you have to go get the little tiny itty-bitty screen doors. <laughs> 
So the mice can open and close them? No, no, no. You, you lock them closed, but you have to leave those vents in there, but you have to block the openings, but you got to leave it vented. Otherwise, you could cause a lot of problems. Yes. I've seen people do that where they... Do um, that. Do that. Yeah, they, yeah where they, they, they close in or caulk in their weep holes, and then the walls start rotting and molding because you can't get rid of the moisture in the wall. Right. Right. Your house, though, actually, Robbie, I believe, Ron, correct me if I'm wrong, her house is solid masonry, isn't yes, it? Yes, It's it not is. brick veneer. No, it is a brick and block built house. So guess what? Find a hole, fill the hole, Robbie. <laughs> yeah. You're good. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's let's uh, let's go to the phones. And will report? It is time. You're right. It is time for the Will report. Hey, Will, you're on Mighty House. Thanks for hanging out. Hello. Hello, gentlemen and Robbie. How are you Hi. doing? Um, I wanted to wanted to call in today just to let you know. This weekend, I went uh, this week. I went down to Southern Illinois to do a litigation work for a home inspector who's getting sued. Uh-huh. Um, actually, I was doing the work for their their insurance company's lawyer, but for him too. Um, little little house, uh, fifty six thousand dollars uh, got sold, and he did the inspection. He could not access the quote crawl space unquote because it was only like the joists were like eight inches above the ground. Uh, it wasn't even really a crawl space. It's what we call a ventilation plenum. And, um, you know, cinder block, uh, two or three courses of cinder block for the foundation wall. Anyway, the the whole thing came down to he couldn't access it, and neither could the uh, exterminator who was checking for termites. They told the uh, buyers, um, the woman who was selling it, she's an old woman whose husband's passed, uh, she had some remodeling in the kitchen done the prior year, and unbeknownst to her, the plumber opened up an access in the pantry. Uh, but the buyers and the uh, people didn't know about it, uh, so the inspector didn't know to look down there. Uh-huh. So then a year after that, the floors start to go really weird, and they call in a contractor, and all of the floor joists are all rotted, and there's termites and everything like that. And the question, the problem had been there long before the inspector, you know, was going to check it, but he couldn't see it. <clears throat> and so now there's a big lawsuit, and they're asking $50,000 for damages for a house that sold for $56,000. <laughs> and I just wanted to underline the point, uh, and, you know, it, it applies to contractors, too, to a great extent. Um, number one, um, make sure that the contra- you have a contract and it's signed. Yep. Um, the problem was he had his contracts online where you could sign electronically, and there's a big question about whether the IP addresses match and all this other stuff and so on and so forth. Huh. So the buyers are, are claiming that because there's no signed contract, the duty of service is whatever he, they think it is. So they think this guy should have found everything. And um, he, there's for home inspectors in Illinois, there's called a standards of practice. So the state of Illinois has a standard to practice, which is our duty of what we have to do with the contract. And then our association, InterNACHI, has a their own standards of practice, which actually exceed the Illinois standards of practice. But home inspectors can only inspect what they can see. But you they guys aren't allowed to take apart stuff, they, right? Yeah, well, well, you know, we'll take off the dead front on the panel and we'll open up the cabinet for the furnace and stuff like that. But we're not going to rip stuff out. I, I love it when I go to a finished basement and the uh, electrical panels behind, a, a, you know, a, a wooden door yep. and the drywall is, you know, four, four inches smaller than the opening for the dead front. Yep. And 
We got to take um, a break so there, Will. Just make sure. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. You see this hammer in my hand? Yeah, I'm going to find that sad finder. What does it look like? And a level. What is a level? Don't you know what a level is? Yeah, it's something you advance to in a video game. It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. You can join us on Facebook Live right now, brought to you in part by Roofers and Waterproofers Local 11, Smart 265, Mr. Floor, and Mag Erad. Podcasts and previous shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on HomeApprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. You can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611, and you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe, and you can learn more at MrFloor.com. All right, there we go. Okay. Where are we going? Where are we going? So I don't know. Were we going to wrap up what Will said? Because he talked he a little did. bit off. Yeah. Okay. He, yeah, go ahead. No, so, I was just saying he talked off air a little bit. Yeah, but no. on on Facebook, you got if okay. you're watching on yes. the Facebook, then you got correct. to see it all. Okay, so there you go. We're good. So, uh, do you want to talk about your building in Florida segment there? You you uh, put up uh, yesterday, Rich. Well, they again they they finished the first floor block, and um, so the video yesterday showed the holes in the block at the bottom, and you're starting to see all the rebar sticking up in the sides and the top. It's like trees growing out of everywhere. Yes. So they're right now, there's a crew there right now as we speak, and they are the beam crew. So what they do is they will go around the whole top of that house, and they will put plywood up for formwork, and then they will actually put in more rebar horizontally, tied together, anywhere from four to six pieces of number five rebar, before, and that gets inspected before they pour the tie beams. Wow. And I, that's where they get the phrase tie beam. So it makes sense then when I say tie beam, you're tying the footing to the top. To, okay, right? to the top of the walls. Because that because the cores in the wall are being poured solid. So we've already poured the footing with the bar, right. the stem wall with the bar. Now the wall will have the bar, and that's tied to that beam at the top. So tie beam. When they pour the tie beam, they will actually stick Simpson uh, truss ties at two foot centers into that tie beam and then those straps go over the tops of the trusses so it is highly unlikely short of a nuclear bomb <laughs> that any of these houses are going to have anything more than roof like shingle or tile damage in a hurricane wow so question for you then after watching that last one it looks like so this is all poured it's and even though like that, that tie beam is also like all the headers, the, the wall sections above all of your doors too, right? That yes. all just goes, it's all just continuous around the entire perimeter of the house. It is. Okay. So that's like, that just wraps everything together. So then at mm -hmm. that point, you know how they build like parking garages and stuff and they use those big pre-stressed mm -hmm. concrete slabs. Why aren't they just, why don't you just drop those on there? And then not, that becomes your roof. Why You, you why, can actually, we, there's, for whatever reason, they call it uh, they call it concrete plank down here. Okay. Um, you know, we always called it flexicore. Right. Um, for whatever reason, it's not real popular here. They do use it in you know like 
commercial or multifamily, but uh-huh. for whatever reason, it's not used much down here. And there is a company here in Naples, and I've reached out to them to find out why, particularly on two-story homes. Right. Because we keep putting ledgers. Like, this is a, that house that I'm showing you is a two-story. Okay. So it's going to have a ledger bolted to the walls, and then the floor joists will sit on that, and then we'll build a frame second floor. Which okay. is when Zipwall's going to hate me. Because <laughs> I'm going to show you exactly why you don't use Zipwall. Okay. That product is a lawsuit waiting to happen. Ah, there you go. So, And mm-hmm. then I'm going to show you a video with it, with the Zipwall in it. So there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you probably installed it properly. Yeah. That, that, well, we, we do. So, um, You know, but once you break the surface of that stuff, and if you don't have a drainage plane, mm-hmm. it's still vertical mulch. I don't care what you say. Yeah. Well, and we've got some that we've left in the uh, in in puddles and, and laying around. We're using them for walking planks right now, too. So by the end mm-hmm. of the job, we'll, we'll have those. We can show you what those look like. They're out in the rain. They're laying in, in mud puddles. And they're cutoffs, not your new sheets. Correct. <laughs> correct. All the cutoffs. So, you know, all the window cutouts and stuff. So mm-hmm. well, we've got that laying around. And so far, they're holding up pretty well. I'm really amazed. But I, you know, kind of doing that on purpose just to leave them in the mud puddles to see what happens yeah, I want to, to them. see what water really will do to it. Yeah, exactly. But no, I mean, it's not that you know the wood fibers break down; the adhesives are what are winning right now. Correct, correct, because it's, so. it's 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 new stuff. So, okay, so then you're going to build a second floor at this place uh, that you're building now that you, that you're showing, and we're posting those on YouTube also. So if you're not on the Facebook, yeah. you can go over to our YouTube page and watch it there. Um, but that's, that's yeah. So now Network will give me a home improvement show where I can talk about stuff. So I just produce my own one-minute videos. Yes, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and and on our own channel. <laughs> and our own channel because nobody else will let me do it. Right. Yes. There you go. But this this I think what we need to do though is when when this house is done, and we've got all those, we just take those all those segments. And put them into one video. We'll edit them all together into one, one episode. You know. Ooh, then I'd have my own one-hour special. Yes, yes, because well, they're less than a minute. Most of your stuff is. Like I a try minute. to. This yesterday, I think, was a minute and nine seconds, but I try to keep it at a minute. Right. So, you know, you've got the next. So you, that that's roughly an hour, fifty minutes or so, probably by the time you get done, fifty weeks to build it, right? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, what's wrong, Robbie? Nothing. I like the idea. Yeah. So his house has got a cool feature, a couple cool features, but um, his kitchen cabinets are not going to the walls. What? You know, your kitchen cabinets are usually screwed to the wall, right? Yeah. Well, he's got all windows, so he has no upper cabinets in the corner of his house. It's all glass. Okay. So the cabinets are actually going to be a foot off the wall, and I have stainless steel trays being made for planters for his herb garden <laughs> excellent that's cool there you it go it is very cool that's cool so this is this is not a spec house that you're building no no it's client it's it, for a client it, okay that's interesting cool all right oh it's a and it's i yeah okay. don't i have to get you a picture i'll have to get a picture of the the elevation it's a very cool looking house okay very different yeah it's it's not your typical uh, home that not you... Not your typical Florida style. It's not Spanish whatever revival. It's not uh, the 
crappy Tuscan that we did for years. Uh-huh. Okay. Actually, I got here after Tuscan. I got here in time for transitional. <laughs> there you go. And nobody but. does contemporary or modern here. On the East Coast, they do them. You know, the square yeah. houses, flat roofs. Right. One or two being built on the island, but not many. Huh. That's cool. Anywho, that's All right. that. So, uh, Robbie put something else. I think it was Robbie. What about the, the tree mulch? Yes. That's one of the things on my list. Okay. I love that. I love that. I love that. That's that's like one of Mike Novak's. I don't think you're beats. supposed to mulch around trees, right? You're not. But so now what you do, Darn, though. Now I have to find it. But you, what but what we see everybody doing, and this is what gets Mr. Novak uh, uh, just extremely irritated, is they just keep pouring it around, and they make like this huge volcano. So like it come, the, the, the pile of chips go three-quarters of the way up the trunk, and they, they just basically choke it all off. So and, and you'll see villages doing that, you know, the municipalities doing it. Oh, I see that it. all the time, and I'm like, shouldn't they know better? Okay, it's a very yeah, funny little little thing it's from texas a&m forest service Uh uh-huh and it's six pictures of tree mulch and there's the tree with the mulch you know halfway up and it says how my friends think how many six there's six different pictures okay i thought she said tree oh (laughs) six no that's okay go ahead okay how my friends think it should look with the mulch right how my parents think it should look with the mulch how my neighbors think it should look how society thinks it should look, how I thought it should look, and then they show how mulch actually should look. Which is? Flat on the ground. Uh-huh. Flat on the ground. Incorrectly applying mulch around a tree in the shape of a volcano can cause the roots to grow around the trunk, strangling it, which could eventually lead to the loss of the tree. Mm-hmm. And not only that, it causes rot above the root crown on the bark, limiting the life of the tree. And insects can get in the mulch and start attacking the tree. There's so much that's wrong with that. And yet... They still do it. And that's, you know, we have uh, a lot of clients that take that same mulch and they spread it around right up against the house. And Bugs love that. You know, ants love mulch. Right. So all you're doing is saying, hey, come on in. You know, because you're putting mulch right next to your house. Well, your house is made of wood in most cases. Mm-hmm. So and then they just keep coming on in. So, you know, you don't want to mulch around the outside. Keep that mulch away from your your, your house. It's funny. One person, um, Michael, said, how did trees survive millions of years without us giving them mulch beds? Yep. And right. It's, like, it's true. But, I, you know, I go to, like, playgrounds or something when they do the, you know, cleanup for the springtime and they put the fresh mulch out and the mulch is all the way up. And I really, it's one of those terrible things. I want to stop people. You know what? I know what you guys are doing. Ha, ha, ha. No, no, no. We, he just turned it up right as, I know. You, right as you pulled it in. I know, because I couldn't hear myself, so I knew it must, I must not be talking into the mic. Do you ever, like, see somebody at the gym, Rich, and they're doing something wrong, and you want to stop them and say, you're going to hurt yourself? I have never been I, to a gym in my life. I okay. have no idea what you're talking about. Robbie, that's me every week back here. <laughs> at the gym? You're at the gym every week? Every I'm at the week? gym every day. But watching somebody and going, oh, honey, you're going to hurt yourself is what me watching you uh, doing the show every week. I'm not hurting myself. <laughs> I have no idea why you two are laughing and why Randall thinks he's amusing, but that's okay. So every time I see the mulch, really, I have no Anybody want to talk to Randall today? 877-711-5611. Last week, we got yelled at for giving out the number too, too fast. fast. Yep. 
eight seven 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 one one five six one one. If that's too fast, phone. Email. Save it to your phone because you never know. On Saturday morning, you'd be walking through the box store trying to plan your day's project, and you're in aisle twelve, and you go, "Oh, damn! I'm not sure what I need." Uh huh. Or if we'll you walk can't... you through the aisles. Exactly. I'll bring up the map, yes. especially Home Depot. I love that about Home Depot. He's serious. They will, you, they will tell you, and Lowe's actually, both of them do it, but they will tell you what aisle and what bin. Uh-huh. So literally, I can look something up online. I run into my store, and I mean, I'm in and out of there in two minutes. It's awesome. <laughs> if you can't remember that number, email Ron yeah. or Rich or Robbie, R-O-B-B-I-E, at mightyhouse.com. Net. And see, what I do is I pull into Evanston Lumber, I tell them what I need, and they put it in my truck for me, and I leave. Yes. Nice. That's always a good thing, too. <laughs> That's the way to do it right there. Absolutely. All right, we're going to take a quick break and come back with the tip of the week. Next, you are listening to Mighty House. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. Why? Why must life be so hard? Why must I fail in every attempt at masonry? <laughs> it's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. We're broadcasting worldwide and live, MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. You can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. You can also join us on Patreon. Just go to Patreon.com slash Mighty House. And you sign up there, you have a chance to win a uh, Klein Tools multi-tool. And that uh, we're giving one of those away this month, as we did last month. So... Uh, go to patreon.com slash mighty house and sign up right there. If somebody won a newsletter, Rich, how can they do that? Go to mightyhouse.net, click on the contact us page, put in your first and last name, your email address, scroll on down to the bottom and get boom done. Boom done. Just like and that. And then every week, every Friday, you'll get an email just telling you what's going to be on the show, who our guest may or may not be, and so on. And so forth. And so forth. So, links. Uh, <laughs> There'll be links. <laughs> links to stuff. There you go. All right. If uh, rumbling and cracking sounds are made by your water heater, or there never seems to be enough hot water, it's time to clean the tank. This condition occurs when layers of sediment caused primarily by hard water build up on the tank bottom and heating surfaces, producing a heat-retarding scale. Maggie Rad is a patented food-grade compound designed to dissolve and remove the hard water sediment through the heater drain. Maggie Rad is approved by all leading water heater manufacturers and is safe for consumers to use. Double or even triple the life of your water heater with MAG-E-RAD. That's M-A-G hyphen E-R-A-D. And you can find MAG-E-RAD at your local plumbing supply house or even Menards. Are you ready to go there, Rich? I am. (laughs) Okay, Sparky. All right. Ready then. <laughs> so, you had a taste of summer or spring on Monday, and now you're back into winter. Unbelievable! Only a few hours. It was only. Yes. It was like four hours of that taste. That's all. 
I know. All the mice were like, oh, my God, we can finally get out of Robbie's house. And then they went outside. And Tuesday, they went, oh, screw that. I'm going back. Yep, that's what it was like. So anyway, so whether your motivation is a new furnace or an air conditioning, you do need to know the terms used to make an educated decision when you're planning this, right? So if you better understand the words being used or when your contract is being presented, then you'll have a more a better educated decision. So let's starting with the planning of your new system. So when you buy a new air conditioning or heating unit and you want to replace the old one, obviously, uh, the installer needs to know how big, right? Or more importantly, how small the unit should be. Yep. So to, in order to know exactly how big or small it should be, you need to do the calculations. No, right? no, no, so no, no. You just look at the unit and you say, is, is it no. too hot in here? And they say yes, then you go smaller. If they say no, it's still cold, then you put a bigger unit in. You're See, done. that was always a, a, a good thing when gas was cheap and electric was <laughs> cheap. It was the bigger hammer theory. Sure. I'm cold in the back bedroom. No problem. We'll put 120,000 BTU furnace in. Yeah, you only need... 40, but we're going to do that. We're going to put 100. Right. So what happens is you start throwing gas up your flue pipe. <laughs> Wait a minute. Tag that right there. You, you start got throwing gas up your flue pipe. <laughs> That's right. You got gas going up your flue pipe because you put a bigger hammer in your basement. That's right. Doesn't gas so usually come out your flue pipe? you need to do the load calculations. What's my flue pipe? Gas comes out. You go from Is that a MacGyver in your pocket? No. flue. <laughs> Let Rich finish right. his job. <laughs> Enough. This is the only serious part of the show we have in three hours, and you're you're making this difficult. So you need to do a manual J. The manual J calculation is to determine the heating and cooling loads of your home. And you that will then get you in the direction. Once you know the loads, you can then figure out the tonnage or BTUs of the equipment you need. Manual S is how you select the equipment so that it becomes the right size or it is the right size. Manual D is a method used to determine the overall duct layout, including individual duct sizes. Now, in an existing home, you're not really going to change your ducts. Quack, quack. But you want to <laughs> make sure everything is... This is the only serious part of the show. Quack, quack. You want to make sure that the duct sizing is correct. <laughs> otherwise, you will not get the intended amount of airflow. Quack, quack. <laughs> All right. Now to the equipment. Okay. SEER, S-E-E-R, the SEER rating. Seasonal. Which is Seasonal Energy Efficiency Rating. Got it. This is used on air conditioning equipment, and it is the cooling output during a typical cooling season divided by the total electric energy input during the same period. Okay. So we're saying how much our cold air am I getting out with all the juice I got going in? That right? simplifies it. Sure, yeah. That simplifies it. The higher the SEER rating, the more efficient it is. So I believe 14 SEER is your minimum at this point. Okay. I know it is for us. 14 is our minimum. Okay. I typically put in 18 to 22 SEER equipment. Wow. All variable speed because I just, it doesn't cost that much more. You do it once and you're good. Right, right. Um, but what it does is it runs almost continuously but only at 15%. Sure. So it's actually using very little electricity. But what you have is no cold, no hot and cold spots. 
because you have air movement. So right. more comfort. Okay. Efu. Kazuntite. What's a fuel? I knew you were going to do that, so I hesitated. <laughs> A-F-U-E. That is the annual fuel utilization, something like that. Uh-huh. So that's the percentage of fuel energy used to heat your home. Okay. So that's for furnaces, obviously. Yep. So if a unit has an A-F-U-E of 90%, that means 90% of the unit's fuel produces heat, and 10% goes up your flue. Goes up the flue pipe. That's right. So... Most everything now is minimum 90%, I would say. But you get to the condensing furnaces and stuff where they're pushing 98, 98, 9%. Uh-huh. Because they're literally going through a second heat exchanger and trapping that heat yes. from the off-gassing in another exchanger and then condensing the fluid. So it's it's pretty cool what they do with them. Yes. yeah, yeah It is. But it has to be sized properly in order to work that efficient. So even, even though it's out of the box at 90%, if the ductwork and the way it's connected is all wrong, it's not going to run at that 98%. And hopefully I just didn't take your, uh, no. <laughs> your last point. No, and actually, that, that's, it's, it, that's, it's true and it's not true. No matter what you do, that furnace is going to operate at 98% efficiency. Now, whether you get the true effect of the efficiency is what's going to change. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, so, right. Because one's a burner design or a heating design. The other is the efficiency overall and, and comfort. And you're absolutely right. Without the right duct sizing and so on, it's it's a mess. And then if you've got a boiler or a, if you would go to, a, I'm sorry, not a boiler, but a, a heat pump, then it's an HSPF. That's the heating seasonal performance factor. Okay. That's specific to heat pumps, and it's used to calculate the efficiency of unit in heating mode. Excuse me. And again, the higher the number, the more efficient. So if you have any questions about your heating equipment or cooling equipment, since you may or may not need it this summer, right. if you guys ever get summer, um, send an email, rich at mightyhouse.net or ron at mightyhouse.net. Sure. And uh, we'll help get you squared away with that. But those are your terms. you got to look for when they're talking to you. Yeah, and you know, a lot of guys just come in, they, they look to see what's there, and they ask you if the... The house is comfortable, and if you, you know if people say, "Yeah, no, it's fine," then they just put the same thing back in. If they're not doing those calculations and doing the testing that needs to be done, um, you know, on the ductwork and everything, then you just really don't know right. what you're getting. And I think the, probably the biggest thing is the variable speed blowers today are, are worth every penny. It's worth the upgrade to go with the variable speed. I've got I've got the variable speed now in my house, and it's it makes a big difference. Yeah, I like it. most of the ones we do are variable speed, and they run quieter. Yes. they're not going. They're not hard starting. Yes, you know they just sort of mosey along. Yep, yep. It makes a big difference on comfort. We'll be back right after this. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. 